What is going on guys? Today we're going to go through episode number two, Cruise the Gram. Chilling here with a sugar-free Red Bull in Hawaii at the Hilton for work until the end of the month. Got some updates for you guys. What's biting? A bit I thought was pretty hilarious. Something serious that you can really improve the quality of people and interactions you have with the people you spend time on the water with. A little video I thought would be very helpful to improving the experience all the way around across the board for everybody on the boat, whether you're fishing tournaments or just going out for fun and you know you have a usual crew that you go fishing with. Let's go ahead and jump into it. For the West Coast guys, Strictly Irons put out a post about line size and how it affects the action of your iron and what size is suited for what water depth, what you are fishing near. And it makes me wonder how braid does because I fish strictly braid and just throw on a different leader. But if you guys are interested in learning a little bit more about, you know, what size line I should be fishing for, you know, if you're fishing around kelp or open water, that type of thing, really good informative post by Strictly Irons. And if you guys are trying to learn or advance your iron techniques, I think you need to follow that guy. I've never met him, but when someone is like a diehard with the technique, they usually are a great source of information. Next update, Royal Polaris Sport Fishing is thick in the Wahoo right now, down south off of Mexico. I think a game changer for the East Coast guys that uh, fish Ballyhoo a lot for Wahoo is the West Coast guys, from what I've seen, almost exclusively fish lures for Wahoo, like Nomad Designs, Mad Max, or Rapala, Yozuri Deep Divers. I really do think that is like an evolution that can change how the East Coast fishes because where I'm from, North Carolina, it's a lot of ballyhoo. Like very rarely do we fish lures. I started getting the lures like before I left North Carolina, but traditionally it's Islanders and ballyhoo. I would much rather have like a battle hardened lure that I know is going to work rather than like a ballyhoo and like at least you can mix up the spread you know you can save yourself some preparation and rigging time by using fishing lures or have a ready rod so you can get a line back in the water while you're re-rigging the rod that you just caught a fish on or at least you know a rig where <clears throat> usually a ballyhoo rig is like trashed after you catch a fish so just have something maybe you can like swap out on the swivel or I like to fish a snap swivel with a long leader. I don't think that snap swivel makes a big difference as long as it's not too big. But, you know, if you can just throw, like, a new rig on there, like a lure, you just, boom, get, you know, your line right back in the water. You know, that would increase your odds, catch more fish. Also, one thing, while we're on the Wahoo topic, try Wahoo sashimi or carpaccio. It is delicious. When I was younger, we used to cook it all the way through on a grill or, deep fry that shit like every southern household does <laughs> but i think you guys will be very happy if you try to mix it up with the wahoo we used to catch a lot of it and it got like i kind of got tired of eating it you know it's like grilled wahoo is just kind of bland to me another way you get invited on every fishing trip is to bring a roll of ritz crackers and make a wahoo salad like a tuna salad dude throw some old bay on it and keep it chill in the high schooler. Everyone will love you when you break that stuff out on the boat for like a midday snack. Everybody can get a little bite. It's a game changer, boys. I'm telling you. If you do grill it though, cook it to medium. 
I think you'll enjoy Wahoo or Ono, whatever you want to call it, far more when it's not cooked well done. Tomahawk Sport Fishing has their schedule posted. If you guys are trying to get on a great boat with a great crew, reserve early, plan those trips out. Now's the time to start thinking ahead when you'll be fishing this year. Maybe take advantage of some three-day weekends or you know, plan your vacation time. Because once a bite pops off, spots are going to fill up fast. Trust me. Moving to the northern part of the country, this guy, Eric Haraja, I hope I'm saying his name wrong. I'm just going to call him Eric. But he's fishes out of Wisconsin on the Great Lakes, and he has been catching some monster brown trout. I believe some lake trout as well. I think I've seen from his other ones, but lately his videos have been of some giant brown trout. Biggest ones I've ever seen. If you guys find yourself up there in that part of the country or want to do something different, you know, this winter, maybe the bites kind of turned off where you're at. You know, maybe make a trip up there if you got some family, something like that. But I definitely want to. My, my uncle lives in Minnesota. I was telling him, like, man, we have got to go with this guy. I haven't found anybody else that produces monster trout in the winter ice fishing like this guy. Check him out on Instagram. Eric Hataja. How you spell his last name? H-A-A-T-A-J-A. The Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show will be March 7th to the 10th at the OC Grounds, OC Fairgrounds, I should say. I will definitely be going to that. Shoot me a message if you guys want to link up there. Maybe we'll grab some lunch or a beer, check out the show together. I'm looking forward to it. You know, maybe see what's uh, new on the horizon for the 2024 fishing year as far as lures, tackle, gear, all that kind of stuff. Speaking of gear, I did go to Pop Fishing Marine. Pop Fishing and Marine here in Oahu. Those guys have a badass selection of fishing gear. The staff is super friendly and helpful. I picked up a few things that I'm going to be trying in SoCal in the 2024 season. I got to keep a secret until then. Not going to tell you guys exactly what I bought. <laughs> I got to test it before I start putting that word on things. But really excited about having my 30 wide out with a couple new lures that I picked up. Guy hand tied them for me with uh, some fresh skirts and added some wings. I've never seen wings on lures or like, uh, you know, islanders, sea witches, but the way they do wings out here in Hawaii is very cool, especially if, you know, you're trying to represent a flying fish. There's also an awesome restaurant right on the water. I think it's called like Nick's at Night or something like that. It's right next door. They've got awesome seafood for the money. It's where the commercial fishing boats come and go out of, so you can make it a family trip, you know, if you want to do a little tackle shopping. Let them grab a bite to eat, you grab a bite to eat, that type of thing. Excellent food. I think checking out the commercial fishing, you know, boats is always cool. If I had a second life, I would love to live on a long line boat and just do that. If I didn't have any responsibilities. And then lastly, right on that same pier, it's like Pier 38, there's an auction house where the fish are sold to right next door. I didn't go in, but I saw online that you can do tours, so that would be pretty cool to check out. You know, I've only seen auctions on YouTube or whatever. So, I mean, seeing one in person, I think, would definitely be worth the time to do a tour if you can. This week's funny shit. There's a video posted by the Trench USA of these two guys running out of the woods, rounding a corner, sprinting, looking back over their shoulder with a stringer of salmon. And out from the woods comes a bear who is chasing them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny as hell because I got to respect them for saving the hard work. 
I know how it is. There's nothing worse than the tax man on land or sea. You know, I think a bear being the tax man is probably the worst. You know, sharks is one thing, but a bear, that's a whole nother, whole nother ball game. Switching gears, though, on a serious note, I think this next story is something everyone should take on board. A medically retired Navy SEAL led a workout at First Form. I'm pretty sure they have the I saw a knockoff video. But check out First Form. This guy led a, a workout for the company. And some of the faster guys finished the workout before. It was like a CrossFit wad style workout where like, you know, as fast as you can go and then you're done. So he finished the workout early. Some of the guys finished the workout early. And he saw him sitting around the gym while there was still about half the crew out there trying to get the workout done. He kicked them out of the gym and told them, when a team is on a mission, you have to drop the individualism and help the team finish. So instead of being selfish and if you finish early, you take the time and you're not helping out the guys who are still working on things, you want to switch gears to become selfless. Once you finish your task, maybe ask somebody else what they need help with. How can we wrap this thing up as a crew? If you want to create a team, whether you're fishing tournaments or you're just like a weekend warrior group that goes out with you know the squad and you got a couple guys that you fish with all the time, being selfless will make everyone's experience better and more enjoyable. You know, like if you, some of you are responsible for flaying the fish at the end of the day, and then you got a couple guys cleaning the boat if you guys get done playing the fish early don't just like sit around crack open a beer maybe bring a beer over to the guys who are washing the boat and help them crank out the rest of it and get it done like nobody wants to be washing the boat or flaying fish and half the crew is over there chilling out waiting for the guy or they just take off and leave and go home and get a hot shower you know so <clears throat> i think that's one way to improve your experience fishing especially if it's like offshore fishing and you kind of depend on people it's a crew effort you know it starts the night before the morning of the day of your fishing and then after that boat gets put on the trailer or tied back up to the dock always be asking your buddies what you can help with and you'll get invited on more fishing trips people will like being around you and the experience is going to be better for everybody all the way around highly recommend you guys check out that video He'll probably do, or he will do a better job of explaining what I'm trying to get at. But be selfless, help your buddies out, and everybody can wrap the day up together. I'll let you guys know if I get into anything cool while I'm out here in Hawaii for the rest of the month. Share the show, leave a review if it was worthy. I really appreciate your time and hope you enjoyed it. If you want to link up or check out any other content, I'm on Instagram at Obsidian Fishing or Zach Messer, either one of those. You should be able to find me. Until next time, boys, keep those lines tight. <laughs>